Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. And coming out of SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 76. Hello, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight is BT Calloway. Oh, hey, hey. And joining us for the first time is Madeline Duckroll. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index, the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but the catch is each episode comes from a different decade. So you've been a Simpsons fan for a long time? Yeah, since uh, back in the heyday. Yeah, used to watch them all the time on syndication. Yes, I can't remember a time in my life without The Simpsons, so... Yeah, I've just always been there. So what are you, some of your favourite episodes from the early days? Um, Lisa vs Malibu Stacy. that's yeah. definitely one of my favourites. Awesome episode. I love that because just how we see Lisa grow up in that moment. Oh, I just love um, Stacey LaBelle. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can't. I'm too drunk. Right oh, <laughs> gets me every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't tell him who you were. <laughs> yeah. Steve Rogers, G.I. Joe, Dr. Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the first appearance of Dr. Colossus <laughs> as one of her ex-husbands. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Conversely, when did you give up on the show? That's a hard question. Yeah. I think my current problem that I'm facing is I still haven't quite given up hope Mm. that the episodes will surprise me. Yeah. So every time I do watch a new episode, I go through these feelings of like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll be okay. Like, you know, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised and I'll enjoy it. And then, of course, that just turns into like (laughs) a burning rage and anger of disappointment. Yep, and then Bart gets his art teacher pregnant with voodoo. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, it is one of our goals to find the good new episodes for mm-hmm. people out there. You know, we're doing a public service right now. And uh, just now we did review an episode from the HD era. This was season 20, episode 19, Waverly Hills 9021 Doll. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a good title Yeah, I feel like the title sort of ruined the episode a little yeah. bit for me I was, I was having a pretty good time <laughs> It has dropped a letter grade yeah. <laughs> It was first released in May of 2009 It was written by Jay Stewart Burns In this episode Marge finds that Springfield Elementary Is a really shitty school Shitter than she ever thought So the family get an apartment So they'll be in like the school catchment For this big Richie high school uh, primary school, whatever, uh, at Waverly Hills. Yeah, they move there and they have an adventure there. And guys, what did you think? I mean, pretty good until we heard the title. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I had some fun on this one. I was kind of surprised. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, mm. it was nice to not come out mm. of a HD Simpsons feeling hatred. Yeah, they say love starts with not hatred. <laughs> so, yeah. I will say, like, it was kind of a mess, though. Oh, yeah, it was a very fast mess as well. A lot of things happen incredibly quickly before we even get through the big opening credits. Yeah. And then, yeah, a lot of things happen, some of which I like, some of which I don't. Let's talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do exactly that. And we start out, as we do, with the question air. BT, what is a story moment that stood out to you for better or worse? Uh, I really like Homer Homer getting his own apartment. Yeah. And a kind of throwback to the college days he and Marge never got to have. I thought that was sweet and pretty funny. Yeah, there was a lot of cute material out of that. Yeah, I was very much. Oh, <laughs> you guys. I quite liked that story moment, but mm-hmm. I uh, a story moment that stood out to me for the worst was the Alaska-Nebraska thing. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah, the second that came up with, uh, oh. I'm just going to tell her, Lisa's Alaska's best friend. You're like, oh, shit, we're doing this. Yeah, it just, 
that whole scene was just a mess. Mm. Yeah, it really does go through the motions with that sort of storyline. The whole, you know, lying to your friends about being best friends with a celebrity. It's so saved by the bell as mm. well. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's been tried out so many times that it's just immediately this uh, the second it came up, we're just like. All right, that's what we're doing with this one. It was nice, but... Uh, yeah, mm. <laughs> which could have been a shame because I think there was a better thread to go on there with Lisa being challenged at a new school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agreed. I feel like it was a bit sort of out of character for Lisa to just so like quickly, like sh- like she was the one that really pushed to go to a new school because mm. yeah. um, she wanted a better education. And then the minute she's there, she gets so swept up in like her social scene. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, there's a weird scene where the teacher walks up and says, oh, I regraded yeah. your paper and you got an A now and here are some stickers that you got and you'd have to hand in next week's homework. And Lisa's like, yay, I win. It's like, this is not yeah. her reaction to so this. So uncharacteristic. I was yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. And it is a, it is a shame. And i got to say, the story moment that stood out to me was Bart's little thread where I only noticed at the end where he came back and I'm like, oh, yeah, they just forgot about him for like half the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought... His whole storyline with Chief Wiggum, how they had that little deal. I thought that was yeah, quite good. Yeah, I loved yeah. that. I thought that was really funny. I was like, I really want him to go to Ralph's birthday party. Yeah. I really want to see what happens there with the mobsters <laughs> and Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love, yeah, the whole back and forth with him and Wiggum. He's like arresting him. He's like, now everyone be warned. Bart Simpson is a rebel who does whatever he wants when he wants. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just but- a cop to arrest you with a wow. Yeah, that's my new dream. I like to think that Wiggum was totally on script for that moment. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what Bart wrote him to yeah. say. <laughs> and yeah, I thought that they resolved that storyline way too quickly as well. With it yeah. felt like there was only a scene between that and Chief Wiggum coming back to him, going, "You didn't come to Ralphie's party." It didn't even feel like a day passed. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, so I, I think that sort of really highlights some of the pacing issues in this episode, mm. uh, despite the fact that I generally thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah, just. But even at the beginning, it hits at such a breakneck speed because you start off, Marge is going for a walk, goes past the science water bit. We get I some... love this commentary on vitamin water. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do love that joke of all the flavors are named after words. <laughs> yeah, like vitality and purity and purple. <laughs> <laughs> purple is a fruit. Mm. <laughs> That's so 90s. <laughs> yeah. So that all, and then, but then, you know, then marches the pee, then she goes through a bunch of different shops, can't go there, then we goes into Springfield Elementary, oh no, this place is really terrible, they have to go home, they're like, whoa, whoa, slow down there, kid. Yep, and, oh, and the other thing that's stuck out to me as weird is, when she does sit the family down for dinner, Millhouse is just there. Mm. Yeah, that was so weird, I don't understand why Millhouse was invited to dinner. Mm. He's literally there, so when Homer go, when Bart says, but move to Waverly Hills, what about all my friends? Uh. Homer can go, oh yeah, elementary friends, they'll be around forever. And what bothers me is they then start singing Stand uh, By Me. That was so And Stand stupid. By Me, the movie, is about a guy reminiscing about how good his elementary school friends were. It's the opposite of your point, Homer. Oh, okay. That made it worse for me now. I I thought it was just a weird Homer rant that turned into a Millhouse duo that Mm -hmm. just fell flat, but that makes it even worse. Reference to Stand By Me, the movie, based off the novella The Body by Stephen King. There you go. (laughs) Available in different seasons. It's a good book. (laughs) I recommend reading it. (laughs) If you're not listening to The Simpsons Index, download Stephen... Uh, what's his name again? King on audiobook. <laughs> Sorry, I don't read. <laughs> I know, buddy. I know. <laughs> I got confused with that other Stephen that died today. Rest yes. in peace, Hawkins. Aww. Aww. 
as it's time for this hawk to fly. <laughs> and we'll be covering that episode in episode 146 of The Simpsons Index. Anyway. I've told you before to stop trying to predict when they're going to come around. Because someone, namely me, is going to check it out and prove you wrong just for shits and giggles. What is it? Jordan's anal corner? <laughs> He'll come after you. Yeah. <laughs> He's not only anally pedantic about The Simpsons, but also about the podcast. <laughs> and if you're going to say it, you do have to kind of yell over this. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Time t- town crier style. That's right, I covered for you that time. Thank you. <laughs> but so yeah, uh, Millhouse was there as well to just give the story information. Oh, my cousin's from Waverly Hills, and yeah, like that didn't need to be Millhouse either. No, it could have just been Lisa already knew. Like she's smart; she'd know about schools that are smart. Yeah. yeah. All right. So play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? At least the once. Yeah. A half. It a was half. on Fox 8 the other day, and I paused to watch the ending, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, now you know how it starts. I know. <laughs> now you know filled in a lot of, of blanks, yeah. but not really. No. Yeah, um, I've seen this one a bit, I'd say 10 times, because they fast-track season 20 to DVD, and back in the day I watched it a lot. This isn't one of the episodes that stood out to me, but, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it this time. But mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Hmm. Other than the bit where Lisa accepts lying and really worries a lot about her social graces instead of studying, I think everyone else seems, yeah, pretty much on point. I'd like to point out that Skinner had a drinks, like, yeah, cabinet in was... his office, and I felt like that was a bit uncharacteristic. Yeah. I that feel was like... Krabappel, sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. In fact, if she was, like, you know, asleep because she'd been drinking mm-hmm. at her desk, I'd be totally on board for that. But, um, yeah. yeah, that felt a bit uncharacteristic. It sort of also felt a bit weird because it felt like they were like setting up that the school is dangerously underfunded and then mm. Skinner's got this really suave booze bar. But it <laughs> felt like that was going to be a story point, but it just wasn't. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like, because Homer as well, I thought he was right on board and like doing this little role play thing with Marge. And, but it just sort of fell apart at the end once after he gave her the key, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, then we hit really typical... Oh, a woman moves in and ruins all your stuff. And it's like, nah, this is not the joke I want to hear right now. You were doing well, goddamn. (laughs) Though I did really like um, when Marge was like, where did you go? And he's like, to the movies. And she's like, without me? (laughs) How did you get there? I drove. Without me? (laughs) I feel like I can relate to that. Mm. I think it was just like what you were saying before about the breakneck pacing of the episode because this is also the moment when the inspector comes around and, mm. and yeah. that was weird. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole thing. Okay, if, if again, if you don't know, this is from uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so that's where Anton Chigurh comes from, who's this, you know, he, he's based off, he's got the like cattle gun thing that he uses to kill people. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know why he was in this other than the fact that No Country was a big movie at the time. What was this, 2009? Yeah. I think that's when it came out. But yeah, it was just a very odd reference to have because it was just a reference for reference sake. So I don't know why it was there. Yeah, they didn't really do much with him and the character. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like maybe if he had a first visit and then yeah. did like a second visit or something, I could maybe get a bit more on board with it. Yeah, but... it was more of a looming threat. But when yeah. he came up, I was like, oh, yeah, that, right, that guy's here. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about him. Like, I have a thing where he's slowly approaching the building and Homer has to like run there and mm. get in and blah, blah, blah. And then. Yeah, I don't know, something else, but... Yeah, it just sort of... It's more proof like this episode just had way too much going on. Mm. Yeah, just a little, little ADD. Because yeah, it was so well-established as being that's why he's here and this is very important, this guy's so yeah. deadly serious. And then it just didn't matter till it did. 
Yeah, and it's a shame as well because this was played by Maurice LaMarche and he's an amazing voice actor. Fans of like Futurama will know him very well as the voice of Morbo, Horrible Gelatinous Blob. And So did you catch the other guest star of this episode who was playing Alaska, Nebraska? Was it Ellen Page? It was Ellen Page. Uh, what do I win? <laughs> um, a copy of Juno on DVD. Sick. <laughs> I like that movie. I bought it six years ago and I've never opened it. <laughs> it's a great movie, though. Uh, yeah, I thought she did a fine enough job for the one scene that she was in. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird to have a guest voice for just one scene, essentially. Yeah. It was um, weird that the guest voice wasn't like the character that it related to. Yeah, like, like if yeah. it actually had been... Miley Cyrus, I would have understood, <laughs> yeah. but again... Yeah. Yeah. Hannah something. <laughs> Hannah Montana? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I actually think was like a good parody name, Alaska, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. It's, it's also fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I thought she did a fine enough job. It's just that that story didn't really mean a lot at that point, but it did lead to some okay material. I'm hot. I'm sick of fans hiding in my food. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? Mm. <laughs> all those Simpsons Index podcast fans who <laughs> come to our door covered in gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the way to get our attention. Let's be, let's be serious. <laughs> we should really stop encouraging them. But the wackiness of this episode. What were some of the cartoony moments that stood out to you guys? I liked um, when Homer was in the bed and the bed flipped up. Yeah. And then he's like, where am I? Just off screen in like nowhere. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, I didn't like when French Ralph just disappeared into the locker. Yeah, that was odd. They really misused Ralph. And mm. again, earlier when, uh, what's the freaking teacher's name? God damn it. Cravathel? No, the other one. Hoover. Thank you. Uh, where Miss Hoover's like, oh, I'm going to let Ralph teach for a while. And he walks up and has a reasonably good line of like, one plus one is Apple or something. Yeah, in what year was one plus one or something? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty decent. But then he just jumps out a window. It's like, okay. Yeah, it was very odd. I would have just appreciated if she just like sat down after she announced that she'd reached her tenure and just that was it for the class. And didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. She's got tenure. What does she care? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's right. And back on Homer in the apartment as well, I liked how it goes you just got to stay there until the heat's off the heat is off the hissing <laughs> is just a snake in the radiator i think we all got a laugh out of that one yeah yeah i think that was the biggest laugh of the episode uh, all yeah. around not a super cartoony episode though we did have another good sign gag which is uh raccoon's choice trash cans <laughs> <laughs> not bad not bad yeah, yeah. there's effectively two kind of wacky chase scenes where wiggum's chasing bart and he does the whole yeah pretend to be in the display window of a shop front and then the police do the same and then later Lisa try to, try to, does the same thing walks into a store suddenly somehow buys oh, a bunch yeah. of stuff and walks back out and they yeah yeah that was like classic cartoon chase scene stuff mm. right there yeah, yeah. and I thought in the Bart chase they were doing a little bit of a Donkey Kong parody there as well mm-hmm. with the the I think the they were cans. the ran- raccoons choice tracks cans yeah I just wrote down the side I didn't remember where it came from I was like <laughs> raccoons but while we're talking about cartoony moments the animation of this bit was really weird how we had a lot of front-facing shots of wiggum and the other cops i don't know if you noticed that i did not yeah me neither but now that you pointed out i i I see it it's just (laughs) you and your damn eagle eyes (laughs) (laughs) i've seen these episodes so many times i gotta look out for new things to entertain me true um oh and another wacky moment you don't really see much farting in the simpsons and it's sort of weird when you do. <laughs> like, I'm an immature bastard. I like a good fart joke as much as anybody. But, yeah, that, like, dude bro just busting in and going, I don't even know what he asked. We brought you a welcoming present. Yeah. yeah. That was great. 
<laughs> and I liked how they sort of shot a mirror to that. You, oh my God, they made words into dudes. Yep. Because they're all talking like bromantic and... Yep. This dude crush just became a bromance. Mm. Uh, <laughs> hate to pro culture. Um, hey, let's flip that around to Marge and Homer at the kegger. Delightful. Mm. Oh, that was quite cute, actually. Yeah. I loved how Homer, you know, was chatting her up, and he goes, "Yeah, hey, I used to be an astronaut." <laughs> I, like, oh, I love that throwback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good moment, and the party as well had a really good joke of, "Oh, Homer, you love your date as you got a sister." Yeah, two twins. They're like, and again in true Brodo style, are like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I just really wish they left the joke there, though. Yeah. Because yeah. then it doesn't make sense. What did Homer call them? Say there's a keg party. Do you want to yeah. come? And how quickly would they have responded to that? I Incredibly. feel like they yeah. definitely would have been at home watching MacGyver and mm-hmm. yeah. doing something. <laughs> yeah. So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel bumps? I felt more de-oars than bumps. <laughs> Again, I've already spoken, but the, yeah, the whole uh, Marge Homer college experience thing. Yeah. Yeah, like that. No, I was like, oh. Yeah. That was just like a nice little fun rekindling for their relationship. Mm-hmm. Although I will say there's a weird bit where Homer gives Marge the key to his place and Marge's like, oh, I'll give you a present later. And he's all like, mm. oh, no, it dictates you have to give it to me now and I give you your present. I, oh, and it's like, Simpsons did it. Yeah. yeah. You guys have already done this bit. <laughs> I want the kids to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Season five, secrets of a successful marriage. <laughs> and this the- is why they need to hire specifically you, but I'll come along and mooch <laughs> to like... You know, check their jokes since previous episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll bring Jordan as well. He, he, they need some more anal pedantic. Uh, uh, speaking of, I do have one of those if we're ready. Oh, sure. Jordan's anal. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so when Lisa comes out and she doesn't have the passes and all the girls confront her and she's like, I'm really sorry, but you could like me, feel me. And then they chase her. She runs back towards the stadium. But then in the next scene, she's going out of the uh, alleyway. Yep. That's not the direction you ran. <laughs> Very sorry, so close to being flawless, but uh. maybe direction works differently in Waverly Hills. Could be rich people directions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's because we're in Australia and we're upside down. It looks weird to it. Um, yeah, I can't change that. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're diverted because there isn't that much heart to be had in this episode. Mm. Even in an episode that's like about Lisa not doing that well at school, socially and stuff like. I don't know. You never felt for her, really. Yeah, I don't but think. they could be because she has a really good line of here. I'm not. I'm not a brain, and I'm not popular. I'm not anything. It's like there could be a big thing about her losing identity, and you know, learning to accept the old Lisa, who maybe was an ostracized brain, but at least she had the thing she loved. Yeah. I feel like there could have been a heart moment between like the fact that Homer and Marge had sort of made a financial sacrifice in order to rent an apartment mm. yeah. and like, you know, also the strain on their marriage being apart or something like that. I feel like there could have been a heart moment in what they've like sacrificed for the kids, kind of like in the episode where um, Homer buys Lisa that pony. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, losing each other a little bit for yeah. when sacrificing for the yeah. kids. Yeah, I think there's... if they had that moment, it'd actually give more weight to them, like having this fun little dating role play. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a shame. And yeah, you bring up a good point with the family as well, because, this is another episode where Maggie just sort of disappears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, now that you say that, yeah. she was not in the episode at all, other no. than the dinner table, maybe? No, that's it. And, like, Marge moves into the apartment. Who is looking after <laughs> her? <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. The snake in the radiator. <laughs> Millhouse. Oh, no, wait. Millhouse is hiding. Oh. <laughs> what do you guys weeks. think about that bit? I did kind of like it. Yeah. Actually. There were a few of the, like, the jokes where they, you know, kind of diverted, like the mm-hmm. telemarketer joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that was unnecessary, but I did like the Millhouse one. 
Yeah, the telemarketer fell, fell flat, but like, mm. yeah, Millhouse <laughs> three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be some kind of record. Yeah, yeah, and also the uh, front lawn's just painted green concrete, and it's like cuts to Santa's little helper. It's like, nah, I kind of liked it. it was just a line. Yeah. yeah, I didn't need the visual to back it up. Yeah, because yeah. also that poor dog must have just shredded his claws Aww. on that, and he goes, oh, yeah. sad. See, that's another like kind of supporting point that mm. you know they're already financially strained and yeah. yet yeah. somehow they're affording to rent this tiny little apartment no absolutely they, they just could have been way more there mm. although i did like the little montage of uh shopping for a shitty apartment yeah i, like, oh, I can't afford this place trains aren't constantly going by <laughs> <laughs> uh, four walls yeah, yeah i'm looking for more of a two three situation <laughs> yeah and then she's like the bathroom's down in the ethiopian <laughs> restaurant down the street the man died in this room so uh, quiet okay. homer don't <laughs> yeah. don't wear the deal uh, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at a lot of murder places. <laughs> oh, I feel like that was like all too real of the mm-hmm. Sydney real yeah. estate situation. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind a murder scene house myself. Yeah, no, of, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that little chalk outline on the ground would be yeah. a great conversation starter when Good you have guests point. around. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Toilet and shower and sink? Uh, can't afford it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas toilet, shower, sink all in one. <laughs> That's just economical. That's just what you get in the inner west. <laughs> I will say, though, that I hated, hated, hated the initial meeting that Homer and Cookie Kwan had where yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm after a cheap house. And she goes, ah, oh, so cheap, eh? And he's like, ah, oh, so cheap, eh, to you. Ugh. Yeah, that was weird. I definitely loved the fact that it was called Still Red Blazer Real Estates mm-hmm. from, yeah, when oh, March was a real estate. I was like, oh, I liked that little throwback as well. Yeah. And I feel like Cookie Kwan could have definitely being more aggressive as a salesperson like yeah. she was in that episode. Like, No, she was just sort of more of a story prop for this one. Yeah. yeah. Instead of being number one in Waverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> yes or no, would you watch this episode again? I feel like yes, but I'm also not entirely certain. Let me, let me search my feelings on that one. <laughs> I feel like now I've seen it, I know how it ends. I probably wouldn't stop if it was on TV. Like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. I think go I'm out of a way to put it on. I think I'm on the same thing where mm. I enjoyed the ride while it was on. I just maybe don't feel a reason to return, but mm. I don't want to avoid it either. Yeah. So I'm a little mixed on that one. No, I completely agree with you guys, but if we're going to watch it again, maybe we'll watch it in a playlist. What other episodes share some themes and stuff with this one? Uh, wacky living arrangements. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, pair this one with You Only Move Twice, the Hank Scorpio, Cypress Hills. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that slightly dumber one where Bart hangs out with Tony Hawk for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay. It's funny, but it's dumb. It's been a long time. I, I remember it being dumb. Mm. Um, I feel like Superintendent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, could have been in there. I really did actually like that joke where he's like, I go to other schools. Yeah. I'm the superintendent of the whole region. And then, well, what do we tell the children? <laughs> they already know and they're happy for me. I just love it because I feel like he's always at mm. Springfield Elementary, but mm. realistically he would be at all these other schools and yeah. just Springfield's the worst of his in his district. Yeah. And it ties into Skinner being a very needy person mm. and yeah, always sucking up to superintendent Chalmers. And I, I kind of buy that they get a little jealousy streak going there. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe uh, when Alex, that cool girl, comes to Springfield Elementary, oh, yeah. like Lisa trying to mm-hmm. impress the popular kids. Yeah, yeah. I- yeah. And put that with the uh, episode where she go- they go to the beach house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Scanning for sarcasm. It's clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was actually, if you were making up a Lisa list, this would fit right in there. Musical moments of this episode. So they have this big parody of the Weezer song Beverly Hills with Waverly Hills. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that? 
I did not think much of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty flat. Nothing that really yeah. stood out that I thought was hilarious. I mean, that weird chihuahua dog and Nesting a dog and a dog. I was chihuahuas like, oh. was a bit, yeah. Mm. Even my dog has a dog. Like, that doesn't make sense. Look, I am mixed on Weezer at the best of times. Mm-hmm. Like, they have some great moments like Buddy Holly or Hashpipe or Island in the Sun, but... Fuck Rivers Como has an annoying voice. And if the song is annoying, it's even worse. And yep. I just, I've always felt that with Beverly Hills, but God fucking damn it if it doesn't get stuck in my head every oh, goddamn yeah. time. It's lodged in there like a splinter right now. <laughs> and, uh, gimme, gimme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be doing that all you night. Know, you know what? Switch to Weird Al singing it from the polka medley. Oh, yeah. And uh, maybe you can break out of it. Yep. Actually, that's a good idea, because then I can transition into other polkas as well. Mm-hmm. I'll go from that to the Angry White Boy polka, or the or the most recent Hamilton polka. I was waiting for you to bring that up. That that was a <laughs> damn jam. It is a fine jam. Sorry, dude. No, Hamilton. No, Hamil- I, oh, I know Hamilton, yeah. but I don't know the Weird Al. Uh, yeah, he does thing. like a five-minute uh, medley of Hamilton songs. Oh, God, I haven't seen it. And it's really good, because he did... Does the same joke that we do, where he go, uh, goes, "Fuck, what are the sisters' names?" Uh, yeah, Angelica, <laughs> Eliza, and Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, making fun of Peggy Skyler. I wrote it first. <laughs> uh, so, BT, what would you change about this episode? I would cut Alaska, Nebraska, one hundred and ten percent. Yep, and just focus on any of your running storylines. Lisa feeling like she's losing herself. Homer and Marge, even Bart, any of the other re- three really interesting plot lines. Keep one of them. Lose this, you know, nonsense Alaska, Nebraska, never been kissed plot line of being popular. And uh, yeah, that's my main note. Sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Ditch the Alaska, Nebraska. I would have really, really liked to see Bart attend Ralph's bowling party. Yeah. (laughs) The things that I'd change, yeah, I agree with you guys as well as, yeah, what we were saying before about fleshing out the family struggle a bit more. It's just that this episode is almost like a one of those moving tile puzzles mm. where it's all jumbled up and you swear they've gotten pieces from other moving tile puzzles in there <laughs> and it's so damn close to being finished, but yeah. So yeah I'm pretty good at those puzzles, just chuck it to me. <laughs> so BT, do you have any other notes before we rank this thing? Just Caitlin with a K, Caitlin with a C, and Caitlin, <laughs> two words. <laughs> Uh, I believe that is all my stuff. I was kind of mixed on when Fat Tony shows up and he's also struck a deal with Chief Wiggum to go to Ralph's party because I like that bit, but then they follow up with a Batman's going to be there and they're like, oh, Batman. Ooh, Batman. It's like, mm. I'm mixed. It I'm... was weird as well because Fat Tony was there, but his voice wasn't. It was all the other three talking. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously they couldn't get Joe Mantegna. So, I don't know for that, like, you could have just cut that joke, I reckon. Maddie, do you have any other notes? I did like the end part uh homer's last line be cool or you're grounded mm-hmm. <laughs> i thought that was quite funny i think something all the uh, every parent wants to yell at their kids <laughs> yeah i kind of like that as a, a sweet little tag that homer and marge still have a little nest that they can go to yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a tree as well <laughs> homer and marge sitting in a tree <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you what they were doing after this <laughs> all right now it's time for my final notes Final rapid notes that uh, will be delivered in a quick manner right now. <laughs> okay, I'm getting to it. <laughs> if, if you're cutting the rapid fire notes, don't don't like <laughs> get on with your long fire. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I, I suck at words today. That's all right. It's a Wednesday, isn't it? That's a, a hump day. Uh, Wednesday, my kryptonite. <laughs> Apparently. 
So when Marge goes, oh, I have to tinkle, and the sailor goes, language. <laughs> that was very cute. I like this. And it reminded me of that joke from, was it Civil War? Where Captain America goes, language. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. teases him for the rest of the movie. That was great. Uh, I think you mean Age of Ultron. It was Ultron? It was Ultron. Yeah. It's just a big Marvel blob to yep. me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When Homer and Marge have been accused of just having the apartment for, uh, so that they can mm-hmm. kids can attend the school, and Homer goes, oh, what kind of person would do that? I can picture them now with their bald heads and blue-haired wives. And yep. That was a decent joke. Mm-hmm. Lisa and Bart are impressed that Waverly Hills gets real meat delivered to their uh, cafeteria. Yes, I loved that, actually. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Lunch Lady Doris, there's not a lot of nutrients in these gym mats. <laughs> Skinner says a word matriculate. I have not heard this word before. <laughs> Is this a word? It's a word. I feel like I knew what it meant once upon a time. Hang on, while we Google on the Simpsons. While you look that up, because the other one that they said once was regicide, and I don't think... Is, uh, is that a thing? Yeah, regicide is when you try to kill a king or queen. <laughs> of course it is. Because <laughs> mm. reg and like, regal, and then oh. side. Murder. Uh, to be enrolled at college or university. Well, that's really boring. Thanks a lot, matriculate. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like really sinister of a word. I don't. I fe- again. I'm going to matriculate you. Marvel villain. Yeah. <laughs> I am matriculate. He's just really good at getting people enrollments. <laughs> <laughs> Lamest superhero ever. Um, I am fighting in ignorance. <laughs> yeah, no, it works. So in the moment where chases down Bart for Ralph Barty or whatever, he does this weird reading of the Miranda rights, which I didn't think was very funny. I do like the start of, you are the right to be delighted. <laughs> yeah. Which I just wish someone would say to me every now and then. But no, I wish either finish it or cut it. Yeah. Because it was only like two sentences. And I was like, that's that's not enough. I also felt like, wasn't Ralph's party over by this stage? Like, yeah. where's he going? Yeah. Makeup party? Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Mm. Ex- extra bonus sad kid party? I don't know. Mm. Sure. Why did I write foam spilt day? <laughs> I really fucking hate the way I write notes sometimes. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, well, of the beer. The beer at the kegger at the party. Oh, foam wasn't spilt in a day. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, because <laughs> I was very lost on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's not a bad line. Yeah, some of the Alaska-Nebraska material that I did like was, all right, now I'm going to go meditate and smoke. And how she also <laughs> lip synced that speech. It's a little weird and specific, but it was a decent joke. Yeah, I should have brought that up in, in Wacky. It's like, why did you have that recorded? <laughs> but then I remember, well, she has had a lot of fans hide in her food. Maybe she's <laughs> just done this speech a lot. Yeah. Last week it was the Safe by the Bell kids. And then the week before that was, I don't know. What's I like that it's our second reference to Safe by the Bell. <laughs> Wait, stop. <laughs> Am I making too many Safe by the <laughs> Bell references? All right, <laughs> time in. <laughs> there are no Zach. <laughs> timeouts here. <laughs> now it is time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it a participant. But if it's good, bronze, great, silver, excellent gold, but for the best, of the very best, the ones that you'd get at an apartment out of state and so your kids could attend their school, whatever, you give the <laughs> best episodes cubic zirconia is what I'm trying to say. I am absolutely destroying BT tonight. It was beautiful, man. <laughs> I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Uh, If it ended better, I'd give this one a silver, but it didn't. So it's bronze. There was a lot to like about this episode, but it is really messy. And so I got to say about that, BT, what do you reckon? I'm a little split because I really enjoyed it while watching it. But now afterwards, I'm like, well, would I even go back to this one? Yeah. Yeah. Is there, you know, uh, 
So I was definitely at a bronze. I'm just trying to feel like I've slid down to participant or not. I feel uh, I'm going to stick with bronze. Like uh, it, it nearly stumbled a little too far. Uh, I think there's definitely things worth cutting here and ending a little bit better. And some parts that just didn't make a whole lot of sense. But for the most part, I enjoyed the ride, so I would return. So yep, that's a bronze. All right, and Maddie, finish us off. So you said bronze is good. Yeah. So generally, participants one that felt flat and is one that you definitely wouldn't return to, whereas mm. bronze, you're like, yeah, good enough. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it again at least. I feel like good enough, maybe. I could settle on that, but good, probs not. Yeah, this is my problem with your system of uh, bronze, good, silver, excellent, gold, <laughs> great. It's like you start it at good. <laughs> I'll pick good. <laughs> like, if you look at a lot of the other bronzes on no, our no. scale, it's more like, oh, good. <laughs> You know, it's, so, it's, so it's your mum saying nice when you show her that picture you drew. It's special. Yeah. yeah. I think the main thing we go by is if you would watch it again, it at least gets some kind of metal ranking. Whereas the participant is just like, it's forgettable. There's nothing there to enjoy or, but it, or you also don't hate it. Otherwise it goes down to a failure. Mm. I think I'm going to have to settle for a participant then. Like yeah. There were some things that I did like about it, but at the end of the day... Good is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yep. No, that's fair enough. Uh, this will be a dull bronze all over. That's and I where think it belongs, yeah. That, that's very appropriate. This will be joining other such episodes as Homer's Odyssey from season one, where he goes to kill himself. Large Marge, where Marge gets boob implants. Oh, like you just said, it's as, almost as good as suicide. <laughs> that's what nice. you implied. That's not... Uh, no, you inferred. <laughs> I implied. Right. Uh, this will also be joining Jazzy and the Pussycats, where Bart learns to jazz drum. Mm-hmm. Or Horde Couple, where Bart and Nelson become friends. A lot of HD-era episodes, like the one where Millhouse pretends to be Kirk for a while there. Uh, that was a weird episode. That was very weird, but it was kind of funny. And Dark Knight Court, where <laughs> Mr. Burns becomes Fruit Batman. Half good, half stupid. Yeah, it's, it's a very bizarre episode. Yeah. All right, and before we get to the next episode, is this reputation justified... Really need theme music for that. I was thinking of actually grabbing the soundbite from the episode, but no, you need like a jazz chorus tune. Like, is this reputation justified? Boom. Nice. But I mean, then people can see the jazz hands, so it's not really anything. <laughs> Continue. That's the sound of jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. Robert Canning from IGN gave this episode an eight point eight out of ten. He oh can Jesus! Fuck off. Calling it the best episode in season twenty. Oh. I mean, that part might be true. I don't know what else is in season 20, but an 8.8. Has he seen any other television? No, look, season 20 like is mostly good. It's a bit of a mixed bag, but you know, this is the uh, season that the good, the sad, and the druggly come from. This is our mm-hmm. highest rated HD yeah, episode, yeah. and this doesn't touch that. No, nah, this is like, like, I struggled to give this a bronze. Yeah. <laughs> you were being nice for once. It doesn't happen oft. <laughs> all right, guys, that about does it for the HD era. Now we're going to go all the way back to the teens era and watch The Way We Wasn't. You will see people the way that they w- were. We're not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't so, know how that's going to work. So are they? So <laughs> it's like so lying, basically. Yeah. They're going to lie to us. <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our Teens Era episode for the evening, which was Season 15, Episode 20, The Way We Weren't. This was first released in May of 2004. It was written by J. Stuart Burns, who also wrote the last episode, in this episode. 
we get a retelling of Marge and Homer's first kiss, which they thought was to other people, but it turns out it was to each other. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think? About two minutes in, I remembered which episode this was. I remember hating this episode. I have, however, since been to Simpsons Hell. (laughs) So I didn't hate it that much this time, but I still hated it a little. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't quite hate it. Uh, Would I say it's good? (laughs) Would you? We'll find out when we rank this thing. (laughs) No spoilers. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's actually weirdly nostalgic for me because I may as well jump ahead to this question. Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen it? You're like twice. Yeah? Uh, A couple. I would say maybe five, four. Yeah. I've seen this a lot. I've seen this probably 20 times. Why? Well, (laughs) because I think someone gave this to me for a gift when I was a bit younger, but... Just um, the one episode? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I want to be a chest tape. Like singles, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They used to have them in mini disc form back in (laughs) 06 or 04, whenever it was. Um, Laser disc. No, um, someone gave me this Simpsons compilation DVD called Kiss and Tell the Story of Their Love, and it had this episode. It also had Large Marge, the boob implant one, Three Gays of the Condo, where Homer moves out um, oh. with a couple of gay dudes, and also Natural Born Kisses, the one where they start getting that it on in public. It's a weird mix. It's a weird mix and not really on the theme of the story in Homer and Marge's love. No. <laughs> Especially Large Marge. That was yeah. really... Yeah, yeah, that's not a lot about them being together. Or the one where Homie kisses a dude. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit of a weird mix, but I <laughs> who, remember... Who like, gave this to you again? <laughs> I don't... I, I just remember it was a gift, and it was odd, because I always thought... Was it a woman, and was it Valentine's Day? Uh, was it a re-gift? <laughs> mm, I <laughs> that, feel like you hit the nail on the head. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that someone was trying to send you a message, but I think she nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so just by virtue of owning that DVD, I've actually seen this episode a bunch, so I do have a weird nostalgia for it, and I I like it, although I see that it's got a lot of faults and it does have that uh, veneer of bad teens about mm. it. BT, for better or worse, what's a story moment that stood out to you? How they inadvertently get disguised from realising it's each other early, where Homie gives a fake name and Marge irons her hair. I hate so much. It's so stupid. Yeah? It's just... it's dumb and it doesn't work and also he never asked her name at any point i didn't realize that until this viewing at the end where he's like anonymous girl that ended up being mars like wait you were crazy about this you never asked her name what the fuck yeah that was a really odd plot point i wrote that down at the end as well i was like how did he Mm. not ask her name the entire time yeah and i think just the whole when you know He's down in the in the kitchen and, you know, they're, they're like, oh, you should ask his name. I bet it's something stupid like Homer. Yeah, stupid Homer. That's going to be his stupid name. It's like, really? This <laughs> is, all right, fine. I was kind of on board for that. <laughs> you li- okay, you are blinded by nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> blinded by nostalgia. Yeah, I feel like Homer was a weird name to pick because... I don't know about you guys, but I know zero Homers. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know Matt Groening's kid is named Homer? Yeah, but it's also his dad's name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's, like, that's where he got the name from, so he's probably named after his dad rather than uh, the character. Yeah. I can't prove that. <laughs> I wonder if there is an internet search too that could. Oh, well. Yeah, so, Maddie, what's a moment from the story that stood out to you? I sort of did like how they kept the fact that Homer and Marge's like, first kiss was in high school, and then yep. they were 
adding on to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the newer episodes, they completely disregard canon and they'll just be mm. like, yeah. oh, uh, let's just like add more into our history. Like that grunge episode, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, they just completely added in a section of their lives that is never mentioned ever again. So I feel like I liked the fact that they didn't just completely make something up and they yeah. like added yeah. rather than creating something new. And there was a cool, quick little reference to that beginning when Homer's like, I was 10, so it was the 60s or the 50s or maybe <laughs> yeah. the late 70s. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a joke that I like where they're playing with the vagueness. Mm. Um, this is a usual sticking point for me in flashback episodes of the altering the history and picking and choosing. I often find it's a really cheap move to go, oh, and this is the origin of this, where they had one of those moments mm-hmm. where Mo gets the call from Marge, oh, I'm looking for Elvis, Jagger Abdul-Jabbar. And yeah, that was not necessary, eh? Mm. The, yeah. the, to the camera, like, that's yep. the origin. Like, yeah, mm. right down the barrel and everything. Mm. But there were another moment where I think it did work where he met Lenny and Carl for the first time, and I'm like, yeah. that, okay, that that's yeah. an all right. But, yeah, I feel like that sort of worked as well because when Homer has that flashback to the um, mm. when he sees the dead body, yeah. Yeah, in the lake. Another um, Stand By Me reference. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode. Now, our only run through thread at the moment is snakes. Yeah. Snakes have appeared in both episodes so far. Oh, okay. And millhouses. Snakes yeah. and millhouses. And Cookie Kwan. And Cookie oh, Kwan. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm write that down. Mm. Don't forget to write down that she's number one on the West Side. Uh, <laughs> that's like a full name. Cookie Kwan, number one on the West Side, is on her ID. <laughs> um, I just. I thought they kind of bungled Mo's appearance overall in this episode, though, as the junior counsellor. Yeah. Oh, his parents dropped him off two years ago and never came back. And it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was more sad than funny. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh. So for a moment, I'm like, ah, oh, there's a continuity error because we know he's some kind of immigrant. I'm like, no, no, he could have immigrated. Yeah. From his, what's the matter, Mo? You're not talking with your accent no more. <laughs> then been left at the summer camp. I'm like, no, no, okay, this actually makes sense. Continue episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, whereas Letty and Carl felt a bit more natural and not that forced, Mo sort of did. And especially the dynamic that they had where he was kind of an asshole to them the whole time. Mm. Yeah, and if there was more to that, I suppose, if that was part of the plot line, then sure. Yeah. But did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I'm going to say no, because the plot's nonsense. It's not that nonsense. Pretty nonsense. There's a through line. There's dominoes. They get knocked over in their sequential order. They're dominoes. Some of them get knocked over in sequential order, get picked up, carried over the other dominoes, knock over those dominoes, fall into a dog bowl, <laughs> then you have to build the whole thing over and start again. That sounds like a cool YouTube video. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> in my head, I want to say yes, but in my heart, I feel like it's a no. Yeah. I just feel like the jokes weren't that witty. They weren't that funny, mm. though... I guess the characters were pretty... They weren't uncharacteristic of themselves, I suppose. Yeah, which is dangerous territory when you're doing a flashback episode. Mm -hmm. Although I feel Marge at the end is a little off when she's like still angry, even though she got the... They try, they at least try with uh, the line of you don't harbour a hurt for 30 years and just let it go. But it's also like, but you just got closure, you found out what really happened. Surely that did something. Yeah, I feel like they definitely could have, um, like when she found out what happened, they could have Mm. ended on that. Yeah. Though I did like Bart's line when he's like, if they fight in front of us, we might get new bikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. typical sociopath Bart. <laughs> we could still move that line to earlier in the episode true, where true. Marge is all like, 
Mm-hmm. If I'd known that, known that boy was you, I never would have married you. Harumph. Yeah. Which I thought was like a really extreme thing to say. Yeah, that was so... <laughs> I was like, taking it too far, Marge. Jeez. Yeah, and especially when Homer sort of said at the end, I've done lots of worse stuff since yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. And then he's like... Everyone, Lisa's wedding in the future. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> Which, it was a funny bit because, yeah, he says, yeah, when, that time I sued the church, that time I hid the gun from you when I ruined Lisa's wedding in the future. He he only had a hand in ruining the marriage, but it was really fucking um, her <laughs> husband's fault. He was mm-hmm. a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Homer didn't do anything in the future. Yeah. Yes, he took you to a pornographic movie theatre <laughs> or warehouse and then tried to escape and got a gash on his head. Yep. But, you know, he meant well. <laughs> Just wasn't Hugh's cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Homer didn't even insist on the cufflinks. It was Lisa. So, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, Hugh ruined the wedding, but Lisa had the good sense to call it off. Anyway, yeah, so feeling like an episode, yeah, Marge was taking it a bit to the extreme, but I thought everybody else was okay yeah, I didn't really like flashback Mo, and mm. but yeah, for a flashback episode, I thought the characters were mostly themselves. But what about some of the wackier moments of this episode? Hang on, I'm just googling who Leslie Uggams is. <laughs> who? Uggams. <laughs> Leslie Uggams. She's an actress, isn't she? Yeah, and singer. I yeah. don't know what. What the does reference... she act or sing? Um. Does she have brown hair or? Oh I feel my god! Just she, like her. She's the grandma in Deadpool. Ah, oh. but she wasn't yet. No, I was wondering why Deadpool came up. Like, what's what's going on here? Because what's the lead in line? Marge says, "I feel just like Leslie Uggams." Uh, uh, decided to straighten my hair with an iron, like Leslie Uggams. I mean, yeah. I guess. she definitely has curly hair in that photo. So yeah, so <laughs> is that a traditional technique, maybe, of straightening hair by curly? Maybe <laughs> by, by ironing it. Yeah, yeah, she's mostly got really boofy hair. Uh, search Legley Uggams Iron. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was like one of the TVCs back in the day, the Leslie Uggams Iron. Yeah, um, all I'm getting is Simpsons references. Mm. So, yeah, uh, so well, the wackiness of this episode. Uh, uh, both Marge's tendons have snapped. Oh. <laughs> then that just make you cringe. They heard it in Shelbyville. A lady like walking. Bart and Homer just nodded like solemnly when they. Yeah. Uh, that like as if they remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that day. <laughs> that was louder than the time I lined up all them megaphones. <laughs> there were some uh, wacky moments in the fat camp, like all of a sudden the, all the kids just start eating grass. <laughs> <laughs> and Chief Wiggum, I uh, didn't really like this joke. It's okay, he didn't say anything about this poison oak. Quack. Yeah, that was dumb. Mm. That was dumb. Yeah. I guess a sea captain being there, ready to go. That was pretty funny. Oh, my God. That, that was wacky. <laughs> that is the best part of this episode. Yeah, that was definitely a highlight. Yeah, it peaked at sea captain. <laughs> um, yeah. The sailing instructor. <laughs> now moving on to run the projector. Only PG. Another nar. <laughs> Whose side are we going to hear next? Sea captains? <laughs> no, I best be off. <laughs> there goes a good friend. Anyway... Yeah, I love how they were sort of playing with that. You know, we don't know a lot about that character, so just having him in just randomly in the episode kind yeah, of works. Sure. Why yeah. Not? And yeah, it was a good misdirect for Marge's perspective as well to hear this sea captain uh, singing a murder shanty. <laughs> <laughs> good old murder shanties. Uh, also in whack, wackiness, uh, Marge mentions liking Parliament but not Funkadelic. Who does that? 
Uh, th- uh, the joke is that they're both George Clinton. I know. Fronted. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I forgot we both went to music nerd school. <laughs> um, she didn't mention P-Funk, though. I know. Well, <laughs> that's that's her fault. Maybe they hadn't come out yet because it's the 50s slash 60s slash 70s. <laughs> or whatever vague decade this is. Mm-hmm. But I, I do side with her. Parliament is better than Funkadelic. Better, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it's two sides of the same funky coin. <laughs> but yeah, in that scene as well, they're uh, kissing imagination fantasy sequence. Oh, what do you guys think of God, that? God, that went on for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't even delighted by the turtles. I just, I, I tuned <laughs> out a little bit on yeah, it. And I was like, oh, it's still going. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little bit like, well, in this fantasy sequence, Marge is wearing pearls, but her character model doesn't have pearls yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and several times in the sequence, she had her classic Marge blue bouffant going on. Yep. Mm. I didn't like how Homer's was all just food-based. Yeah. That was weird and stupid. Mm. Yeah, because Homer's section went on for like twice as long as yeah. Marge's did, and it was just one big fat joke for Homer, which... Mm. I mean, the sequence looked good at least. Yeah, no, it did. It was nice colours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they would look great on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like I enjoyed the pretty colours. Mm. <laughs> How about you, Elliot J. Neal? <laughs> I enjoyed the pretty colours. It was <laughs> aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a shame because Homer's sequence might have been funny if it would have been pertinent to the plot at all, but no, it was just him eating a bunch of food and yeah. mm. eating an alien that gave him a bowl of cereal. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, mm. drinking a Kool-Aid dude from the inside out. And then they also did the uh, summertime montage at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, these are two really good songs in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, when did they come out? That might tell us what year this took place. <laughs> <laughs> Turtles are going to hazard a guess at 1967. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't have a clue about the summertime one. It's I don't, definitely I don't... not the 50s, though. So Yeah, the summertime one. I don't even know who does that. No, me either. Why don't we look up when Leslie Uggams was big? Also true. 60s. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Googling on the Simpsons Index. Oh, my God. 1967. Go me. All Landed. Right. Mungo Jerry in the summertime was 1970. So that oh, was go. the 60s or early 70s. Yep. And uh, Leslie Uggams began her career as a child in the 1950s. So oh, wow. it was prominent. Oh, she's been around, around for a while. Yeah. Most recognized for portraying Kizzy Reynolds in the te- television miniseries Roots in 1977. Yeah. And yeah, now everyone will just know her as Deadpool's roommate. Yep. Hey, that's the way it works, man. So how about the heart of this episode? The heart was such a big part of it. Did you guys feel it, though? I felt nothing. Oh, is your heart made of stone and broken like the broken <laughs> stone heart? Literally broken stone and heart. <laughs> We've been through this. It's titanium biocarbon. <laughs> right. Um, I'm capable of emotion, but not when presented with trollop. <laughs> oh, come on. It wasn't that trolly. I felt a little bit at the end when, like, they had the heart at the end of the bed and they're, you know, yeah. and it gets sort of split apart and then Marge pushes it back together. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. Well, I, I have the problem of uh, Homer's like, here's my memory box that I have next to my bed oh, the entire time and I've never referenced God. it at any point and I haven't opened it in 30 years. And then Marge just whips out the stone from the bedside drawer. Yeah, okay. Got these things <laughs> Marge, what Marge? thought about for 30 yeah. years, primed and ready. But yeah, had it in your bedside table, uh, like just ready to go at any time. Yeah. Mm. Like keeping that reminder of how shit boys are. Mm. Has Homer never gone into Marge's bedside table drawer at any point and gone, oh, that stone looks familiar? Oh. Well, he hasn't gone into his own memory box, which has his IBM stock, King. (laughs) That was pretty (laughs) good. I liked it. So that needs to be slower and lamer. Oh. 
<laughs> I did not like the pen pal letter joke. That oh, was uh, yeah, it was off color oh, and terrible. Yeah, I'll write you back, Osama. Like mm. at best, we're like, so Homer inadvertently caused nine eleven. Uh, Is that what we're taking away from us? Uh, now we're getting into deep dive Simpsons conspiracy <laughs> truth. Uh, hashtag sheeple. <laughs> hashtag yellow conspiracy. <laughs> I I don't know, like. I thought they told a decent romantic yarn. It wasn't their Simpsons best, but I don't know. I didn't. It didn't fuck up anything. I don't think. It fucked up canon. It fucked up logic. Mm. It fucked up romance. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought the stone was a decent enough through line, especially when they get the stone and Homer's like, "I got this gift for you." She's like, "Oh, it looks like a heart." Yeah, hey, give it back. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I don't do like the line ever. Remember me anytime you're clubbing nerds with it. Yeah. <laughs> There was some decent stuff to be had there. Oh, yeah, and another bit of wackiness in that moment as well. We get Springfield Gorge reprisal. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah. Although I didn't mind the joke where he stops. Ooh, what a view. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that. No. <laughs> but, um, I liked uh, at the fat, fat camp and he, they're like, the only way out is up a gentle <laughs> slope. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and just the quick little sight gag of the um, uh, scale repair truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he escapes in. Yeah, decent stuff. But yeah, about the heart. Do you guys have anything else to say about the heart? I kind of feel like the heart, because it obviously started off with, you know, Terry and Sherry's cousin having a bit of a crush on Bart. So I feel like the heart could have gone somewhere there. Yeah, but anything you had there gets like kicked in the ventricle by Millhouse. (laughs) Yeah, okay, Millhouse ruins. Just everything he was a part of, from I hope you like the taste of ringworm medicine (laughs) to my first kiss. Also, I hated that because uh, Millhouse's first kiss was to Samantha, so... Ah, I don't know what happened there. And then they reprise it later when, you know... Millhouse walks in out of nowhere and is like, but guess he's the kind of guy who kisses you once yeah. and leaves. And once like, again, Ugh. didn't like that. He that get, was... Yeah, he gets grossly sentimental mm. over it. Though I do yeah. love in the next scene, he's just eating a bowl of ice cream. Like, okay. Yeah, that <laughs> no was worries. just Apro nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> what fixes heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> Let's forget our troubles with <laughs> yeah. a big bowl of strawberry ice cream. Delightful. Coming back to the Malibu Stacey episode again. Yeah, it was weird how wistful and uh, sentimental Millhouse was over this. Uh, kissing her like yeah now that's an image that we have on frankiac now mm. you can look up the time that homer kissed millhouse yay and actually to get a bit jordan's anal corner about that bit a bit jordan's anal corner about that <laughs> homer drunk beer he acknowledged that he drunk beer and then he like accused the kids of wasting his beer like yeah i do yeah, like homer drunk but how yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, w- I wish i'd wake up like that sometimes I'll pour beer in your mouth while you're sleeping. <laughs> Although you wear that CPAP thing, don't you? So. Yeah, so I need to hook that up with a beer to yeah. an alarm clock. This is getting tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going right. to need to look up RuneGoldberg.com and get some call, ideas. Call an engineer. <laughs> a RuneGoldberg engineer. Just hook it straight to my veins. <laughs> yeah. Yes or no, would you watch this episode again? No. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. I will watch it again because I can think of many playlists that this can go in, like mm. Margin Homer Origin Stories. You could pair mm-hmm. this where they meet in high school, where they have the kids. Bart slash Millhouse's kiss, first yep. kiss kind of thing. Yep, kisses in a tree, spin the bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of um the episode where Bart has a crush on the neighbor, the babysitter. Oh, uh, God, what's her uh, name? Yeah, Ruth's La- daughter. Yeah, Laura, Laura. Powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, recently reviewed. We gave that full stellar marks. Mm. Uh, it's a good episode. Very good. Bit out of left field. Homer pseudonyms. There's, there's one yeah, Elvis Jagger yeah. and Jill Jabbar. You yeah. could do this with Max like Max Power. Power. Yep. Count Hermal. There, yep. <laughs> Guy Incognito. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like Lenny and Carl kind of yeah. mm-hmm. kid moments. Like yeah. we were talking about that other scene. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the um, Body in a Quarry episode, we reviewed that recently, that and that's bad. I hate that episode more than this one. <laughs> yeah, I gave that a participant. You failed it. I failed it. Yeah. yeah. Bad, bad episode. All right. Um, no guest stars for this episode. BT, what would you change about this episode? Oh, many things. <laughs> so um, many things. Just have a logical reason why they don't re- realize it's each other, or at least a more comical one. Mm. I just really didn't like the whole name thing. Have Homer ask her name. He seems like more of a dick that he never found out. Yeah. Or at least have a reason. Give me something there. Um, you know what? Because she was at like the etiquette school or whatever, she could introduce herself as Marjorie. And yeah. that could be a thing where Homer just go. never put two mm. and two together that Marge was Marjorie. Yeah. yeah. See, that's fine. And yeah, that's enough. Yeah. I feel like it was definitely a fundamental flaw in this episode that ironing her hair made it turn brown. Yeah. <laughs> that is not how hair works. Or irons. It, it doesn't. Uh, y- y- that won't happen. Uh, uh, especially not blue to brown like the color <laughs> spectrum doesn't work that way and either way you don't have to worry about it because a you don't have hair and b it's brown anyway <laughs> i actually did try to um uh iron uh, your beard yeah mm-hmm. with just a flat iron line, yep. yeah and i didn't know that you were kind of like meant to like put product in and wet it first <laughs> oh, fire so, um <laughs> Uh, it singed. Okay, okay. <laughs> I had to do a little bit of evening out. You know what? You live and learn. <laughs> you, you do. And then I called my friend Sheridan in a panic. Oh, my God. I ironed half of my beard. I'm about to go out. Uh, how do I unstraighten it? <laughs> you lame Sorry, any other notes? How did you unstraighten it? Oh, <laughs> you just wash it with water. Oh. That's anticlimactic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other notes? Oh, wow. Um, More the funny. You want more funny? Mm. I would like some more funny. Some more the thumps, some more bumps, some more ha-has. <laughs> you didn't like the joke that was 10 cc's, I mean cupcakes, and he goes, I know yeah. what you mean, Bill. I've, I've worked, worked here longer, longer than, than you. you. I did like that one, yeah. That like joke that was saved by that line. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like the cupcakes, but no. I liked the, b- yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that Americans didn't have, like, cc's the corn chips, because there's your joke right there. Yeah. <laughs> when he said cupcakes, I was like, oh. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, I was expecting actual CCs. Mm. Or maybe 50 CCs of fudge, like in that yeah, other episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, what would you change about this episode? Look, I really liked at the beginning when Ralph and Melhouse were doing Bart's chores for him. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like I could have watched an episode based around that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Homer and Marge plot. I guess, like, other than the fact that there were those fundamental flaws of the fact that, you know, hair doesn't work that way and he never got her name. And they also had stones in their drawers the whole time they've been married for the past, you know, Mm -hmm. however many years. Eight, at least. Yeah. (laughs) No, Mm. ten. Ten, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you just ironed out those kinks. But then they'll turn brown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Run with it. (laughs) I don't iron, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much going to echo you guys here. What I'd change is just some tightening and improving of jokes. This um, was a Teens Era episode that they just kind of mm. uh, got out there. They were like, oh, we haven't done a Marge Homer flashback storyline. Mm. I definitely think there were some improvements to make, but I still had fun. But BT, do you have any other notes before we rank this thing? Do I? 
All right, let's see. Uh, I really hate when he's there in Simpsons Court. He's like, can I call for a recess? And it's all like, yay, recess. <laughs> I was cute. It was cute, but it didn't deserve its cuteness. Oh, I was okay. not there. Um, odd joke that I swear I missed the first time where he's like, how do I cross this river? Looks at a rowboat. He's yeah. like, oh, I guess it's Roe v. Wade and my right to choose. It's kind of like, ah. I definitely I, didn't get that back in the day. Yeah, most definitely did not. Now that I'm a little older, wiser, and well-read on law. Yeah, but I thought that was fun and subtle. Yeah, just odd, though. Like, Yeah, hmm. you can tell that the writer was sitting on that for ages. Oh, though. yeah, just when... waiting for the day. <laughs> like, Terry, Terry, we've got a lake in this episode. You can finally do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call me up, coach. I'm in. Uh, you sound really sweet. That's because I've had 16 pieces of pie. I like that. Okay. Yeah, that was cute, and I like because that's one of those things where Marge might have heard it as a joke, and Homer was just being serious. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I like that as well because, like, working in hospitality, yeah, I personally would have eaten oh, sixteen yeah. pieces of pie throughout a shift. You like steal that. slash eat anything yeah. you can. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's dessert related. Yeah, well, I mean, all the girls were knocking back their desserts. Yeah, so. I was about to say it was a missed opportunity because their, their dessert was not the pie though; it was mm. like some kind of pudding. Oh, yeah, yeah. a pudding is not a pie. Maybe you got to choose your own dessert at the camp. And then reject it. And then. <laughs> you saved it. Well done. That's true etiquette. Uh, and my last note is, girls, oh, you'll need your cootie shots. It's like, well, I hate this job. The health plan is great. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. And another moment of the kids being kids. And yeah. Maddie, you make a good point. This might have been a good one where they did do a kid storyline instead mm-hmm. or use these elements for a different story. But Maddie, do you have any other notes? Um, I kind of liked... Some of the jokes from the minor characters, like yeah. I loved when Homer said about Grandpa, like you pretended we were poor just to get me into camp. Oh, yeah, <laughs> pretended. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah, and then like the back bumper of the car falls off. And, yeah, yeah. yeah a really good move. Oh, and like we said, Sea Captain was really funny in it, and I quite liked Cookie Quan. Mm. Like yeah. she's a bit random, just <laughs> her general presence there, but I thought she was quite funny, especially when she made that joke about are you leaving camp because of that boy because that's what i've been telling everybody <laughs> yeah also that you're pregnant yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah really fun gossipy stuff yeah that mm. uh, totally yeah would have been what cookie Quan was like as a kid although i kind of wish it was the um ah i don't even know if she has a name that that person where marge tries to do- join the country club who keeps trying to destroy her Oh, Evelyn? Yeah. Seems like more the person that's going to be... Oh, no, the, the all, destroyer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, going to a finishing school and second mm. of all, the type of person who's going to destroy it. But hey, Cookie Quan was fine. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's a good point, though. Mm. I know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Cookie being there was a bit out of place, but I was like, whatever. Yeah, yeah This uh, around season 15, they've established her as a character since the realty episode where she mm. first shows up and... Yeah, they were putting a lot in her and other new characters like Gil and Lindsay Nagel and stuff like that. Stay out of the later episodes of The Simpsons, Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now time for my rapid, super quick notes. Are you really just renaming it so I don't go pew, pew, pew? Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> but also because of all the random gun violence in America right now, I don't think this is very sensitive. It's a bit to inappropriate. Yeah. To call it a quick fire note. Pew. <laughs> Slow fire notes. What about some New kind branding. of laser beam? Like, <laughs> <laughs> rapid laser notes. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene at the start with um, Ralph and Milhouse, and Milhouse going, Yeah, well, I'm going to do a bad job of washing his bike. And Ralph, I'm telling. 
<laughs> I'm telling Mr. Bart. Mr. Bart. I'm telling Mr. Bart. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked Homer and Lenny and Carl's little montage together over in the sunny time where they're playing around with the canoes and they accidentally mm. smash Homer with the oar. Accidentally. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> and and the plane, how they're running away and then they get swept up in the mm. wind. I thought that looked great. I didn't need... Uh, again, this is coming back to what I didn't like about Mo in this episode. I didn't need his whole thing about, oh, I sleep on their upside down canoes. Mm. And 17 kids died here. This is how we paid the bills. Huh? <laughs> um, but conversely, I did like his line. Oh, girls, you know, they like patches, scars and stumps. Everything but zits. <laughs> you could get a stump. <laughs> They're really or an cheap. eye patch. You yeah. could easily just chuck an eye patch on. Yeah, yeah. just ask Homer how he did it. <laughs> When he takes over for a, a, on the soap opera, he has an eye patch there. Oh, so we know true. that man can wear an eye patch. He can. Sure, he needs plastic surgery first. But <laughs> he can definitely pull off the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Compared to you, she was a Godzilla made out of garbage. <laughs> Excellent Homer line. That's the most romantic line in the whole thing. I'll give it that. <laughs> Marge sets up her story by saying it was a girls' camp to teach etiquette and deportment. Now that I have your attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. And I wasn't like, yeah, sorry. I think we're going to say the same Can't thing. Can't land a husband. Yeah, I'll, I was going to oh, say, I liked how uh, she's like, and teach you how to drink like a lady. <laughs> that was a good little... Uh, indi- oh, you're doing a great job. I hope someday you'll become my husband's mistress. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> this actually, I don't know if they were going for the same character, but this seemed like the same horse instructor mm-hmm. from yeah. Lisa's Pony. Mm. It, w- it was definitely voiced by Tress McNeil as well, and yeah, had that same uppity manner. Mm. Same poise and diction. <laughs> uh, you make Jackie O look like a splayed leg milk horse. <laughs> Burn, Jackie O. That's an olive fork. Here's an easy trick to help you remember. Stab. <laughs> when Lisa goes, that's not what dogs do. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> now that we've had enough of Lisa's shenanigans. <laughs> uh-huh, Lisa said dog do. And my final <laughs> note is, I thought Homer's What About Now sequence was kind of cute, especially after Marge takes out the trash and he was in the can the whole time. Yeah, that's on the that back side mean, of things. But. Uh, that is a great testament to how strong Marge is. <laughs> She's really rebuilt her tendons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out of notes. I think it's time to rank this thing. Fabulous. BT? You have the honour of kicking it off this time. Well, when I realised what episode it was, I was certain this was going to head for failure. Uh, Having now watched it and not hated it as much as I thought I hated it, I believe I'm going participant. Surprisingly. Despite myself, I think. Give me time. I can throw it down into the pit if I feel (laughs) like it. Um, Despite numerous problems, maybe it's because it wasn't as awful as I remembered. I remember this being, you know, bottom tier kind of... Uh, what's that one called that I hate? I don't know. God damn what that. happened in it? Sideshow Bob and they go to uh, Italy. And oh, oh the Italian awful. Bob. Italian Bob. I remember it being like on par with that or maybe slightly better than that. It's not that awful. I guess it's lots okay. It just didn't have anything. Yeah, I don't hate it enough to kick it into the pit, I don't think. Yeah. Get back to me. But, <laughs> yeah. All right. And Maddie, what would you like to rank it? I'm thinking maybe bronze. Because now that you have mentioned those other episodes, mm-hmm. it does really, you know, set the bar yeah. low or high. I'm not quite sure. Either way, it, it, sets just, the bar. it puts it in perspective of like how shit some of these episodes can really mm, get. Definitely. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go for bronze because even though it did have some like logical flaws, it wasn't like completely random tangent that some of the new episodes can just go on. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think my nostalgia goggles are affecting me a bit, but, you know, I think this episode totally deserves a gold. So, no, no. <laughs> no, it, it's, a, it's a bronze. Um, I was about to say, how are you going to wear goggles when you don't have eyes? <laughs> hey, take some protection. Yeah. <laughs> I see the switch, but where's the... Bu- oh, there it is. Um, no, I'm giving this episode a bronze. I have a bit of nostalgia for it, but I have a, a bit of nostalgia for a lot of these episodes that I've ranked bronze. Uh, I might have gone a silver, but... Uh, this discussion was good because I just realized that, yeah, theoretically, there are a lot of problems with Made this you episode. see the light. Yeah. And, you know, it, it still shines kind of bright, just <laughs> not as bright as some. Well, a bit dull. 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 <laughs> and it, this will be, much like the other episode we reviewed, it will also be a dull bronze. This will be joining the Margin Chronicles, where Marge and Lisa almost go into space. Friend with Benefit, where Lisa makes friends with that obnoxious rich girl. Mm-hmm. And Postcards from the Wedge, which we also reviewed the other mm-hmm. week, which was okay. It was all right. Yeah. Joining the news, okay, category. Mm-hmm. All right. And now, is that reputation justified? I'm going to bet no. Sorry. Is that reputation justified? Boom. This episode was yes. nominated for an Emmy in Outstanding Animated Program <laughs> for programming not less than an hour. So is there just The Simpsons versus The Simpsons in that category? Yeah, <laughs> it may it may as well be. Ah, oh, fuck. Who it. won the Emmy for that? Editing Bay Elliot J here to say that Samurai Jack won the Emmy Award. Okay, back to the show. It didn't deserve to get nominated for anything. No. <laughs> All right, guys, that does it for the teens era. Now we're going to our final episode, which will be season two's "The Way We Was." We'll be back. I'm so confused now. The way we was, the way we wasn't. Really. Waverly Hills. Yeah. It's like I had a hidden theme going on. <laughs> Alright, and we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening. This was Season 2, Episode 12, The Way We Was. This was first released in January of 1991, and it was written by Al Jean, Mike Reese, and Sam Simon, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, the TV breaks and Marge and Homer regale the children with the story of how they came to meet meet each other and how they started dating. Of how they was. Of how they was, not how they weren't. Mm. (laughs) Guys, what did you think? This is heart, goddammit. <laughs> oh, so much heart. My own heart is bursting yeah. with heart. Yeah, I yeah was ready to just crumble like a, oh. <laughs> um, a poorly made cake or something. <laughs> like This was so emotional. <laughs> I kept poorly made cake. <laughs> no, I'm on board. I like it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, it really tries to get you in the heart spot. Oh, and it succeeds. Definitely. Yeah. And it does give you that moment which is hard for anything doing a flashback where you're wondering oh my god how are they going to make it mm. Like, mm. oh it's so beautiful bt what's the story moment that stood out to you uh this takes place in 1974 so year confirmed previous episode <laughs> ah there we go yeah yep so that had to have been had to have been say 1968 mm. maybe mm. earlier maybe 1964 um, no, I really like, okay, this is the only time I've noticed this, but there's a really excellent through line use of birds suddenly appear because mm. it appears yep. on the radio, uh, when Homer's driving and he mm-hmm. changes it to space cowboy, like, pff, yep. <laughs> I don't mean that shows up again when Marge walks into detention and it all goes slow-mo for a little bit, uh, yep. shows up again during the dance when she's slow dancing with Artie Ziff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love his delivery of the yeah. oh, lighter birds suddenly appear <laughs> every time. 
you're near. <laughs> but yeah, he's missing the emotional heart of it. And it's already exactly. telling you he's all kinds of wrong for her. You're like, oh, damn, you brilliant sons of bitches. Huh? <sighs> First yeah. having Homer ignore it and then finding out, no, this is everything I need, mm. suddenly appear. That's right. And uh, the way that they bring them together at the end with this fucking beautiful yeah. song. And freaking snap. That may be why Marge wants birds suddenly appear as the doorbell in that episode where she gets a doorbell. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah. It does come up again in the episode where they get married, mm-hmm. which actually just while we're here, I'm going to mention it. One of our fans on Facebook, David Green, um, pointed this out to me, and this is amazing. You know that scene where Dr. Hibbert's telling them? That, Congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They repeat that scene in that flashback episode where they get married. Ah. Well, there we go. That scene comes back, but it's just slightly different. Like, they reanimated it. It's, yeah, quite fascinating. So, yeah, thank you, David Green, for pointing that out. Mm, Thank you, David. Yeah. Bless your soul, David. So, Maddie, what's the moment from the story that stood out to you? I just love this episode. Um, I think I really like Homer's sort of chase for Marge. Mm. I think it's quite funny. I love how intelligent Marge is, how much potential she has. I love that she gets radicalized. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quickly, too. Yeah. Someone hands yeah. her a magazine, yeah. and then she's like, like the Nixine. same, yeah, the, the same day in the afternoon. Yeah. She's leading a speech. It's yeah, from being a bookworm to burning bras. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so good. I feel like I definitely um didn't realize that before when I've watched the episode. Yeah. There is actually an amazing character moment where after Marge does get detention for the yeah. stand, how she goes, oh, last time I take a stand. And it's like, <laughs> like whoa. <wow. laughs> and that's the origin of Marge being a pushover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the story moment that stands out to me is the way that they handle both Homer and Artie's characters in that Marge sort of sees Homer as a bit of a brute, bit of a caveman, bit of mm. a Neanderthal, and Artie as this intelligent person that she respects but then it turns out Artie is the ape mm. and the whole time Homer was being respectful of Marge and goes you know this isn't a play to try and touch your goodies and <laughs> mm. <laughs> he even owns up to the ploy of spending the night with her to learn French yeah you know of course that was bad but you know <laughs> he, he fessed up to it yeah yeah, uh, it's just an interesting character moments there and um, yeah, really sets up Artie as just, uh, yeah, what a gross little monster. Little creep. <laughs> yeah. And I'd ask you, that to ask you not to talk about it because I am so well respected, <laughs> it would damage the town to hear it. Isn't that a fucked up thing to hear? <laughs> like, and that she, uh, she'd been holding this in, like, mm-hmm. she didn't mention it again. I don't know, maybe she did, we don't, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, may as well mention it as well now. John Lovett's playing Artie Ziff did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I don't like John Lovett's at all as a person, he is an Artie Ziff of a person. (laughs) Like, he's just such a filthy creep, but... His voice acting works every time. Yeah, it's it's amazing, like, his work in The Simpsons as, yeah, Artie Ziff, as the painting instructor. Jay Sherman. Jay Sherman. No, that... Oh, yeah, the yeah, that was. The, duh. <laughs> um, yeah, an- another stellar performance by... A... Another triumph. <laughs> <laughs> but play count. How many times do you think you've seen this episode before tonight? Birds suddenly appear. <laughs> that many. Oh, God, so manys. Yeah. Many manys. Yeah, I'm going to say this is like well beyond 50 just because of syndication alone. Mm. This is... It's just always been there. And mm-hmm. 
Man, what a cute episode as well. So many manies and yet it still gets me. Yeah. Right in the feels. Speaking Mm. of, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Were the characters themselves? Yes. Yeah. We start off watching television. Oh, Watching The Simpsons watch television, which... Watching Simpsons watch television way up close. It's a a beautiful standard of The Simpsons from here on out. And (laughs) I just love, like, throughout the whole episode, Bart's obsession with getting the TV fixed. Like, it's so typical. Like, I remember in the episode where they talk about how Bart was born mm. and the kids sort of lose interest partway through. <laughs> it's a funny joke, but I felt this one had a better framework around it of them mm. telling the kids the story when the TV broke. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they get into it really quickly as well. Yeah, because they're, well, I mean, they're also like, oh, but we barely ever watched TV before we got married. We used to go out dancing, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Lisa's all, how we're a band. Mm. <laughs> I feel like this is sort of where uh, the way we wasn't or weren't yeah. <laughs> um, like sort of differentiated because it took so long for them to get into the flashback yeah. and then mm. like the flashback wasn't really, I don't know, but with this one, they got straight into the flashback and it was fully fleshed yeah, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really full flashback. Whereas I, I feel like with the other one, it just kept going in and out, in and out. and like, ugh. yeah, oh, that's a good point. And, you know, when you're dealing with a flashback episode, like I was saying before, integrity can get lost mm. because you're like doing flashbacks and introducing the characters as they were when they were young. But yeah. I felt like these are believable versions of Teenage Marge and Homer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah, just to what you were saying, it's like if you're doing a flashback episode, you're trying to tell that story, stay in that story, don't mm. snap yeah. in and out of it. No, absolutely. Uh, so not only do the characters feel like themselves, but the show felt like itself. This mm-hmm. was... It's a much more mature Simpsons as well. It's surprising. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, oh, man, the way that they dealt with the conflict is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, may as well jump ahead to the heart of the episode then, because this is going to be a big topic. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. Just homo wooing as Marge's elected queen. You're like, oh, uh-huh. God, you poor son. Oh. Oh, that scene on the stairs. Yeah. I've forgotten oh. that scene. That's yeah. devastatingly beautiful. And then, like, just how he was so sure and he was expressing yeah. it. How can the only thing I've ever been sure about in my life be wrong? Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, but it just is. And it's like, ah, oh. ha. Uh, he is Kill. right though. Ha ha. Kill Got you good, Marge. Yeah. <laughs> Even like as he was knowing, and then he goes to avoid her for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you say no yet? <laughs> <laughs> so I missed class and now I have to graduate school in the summer, I hope. <laughs> I love as well when um he's like, you know, convincing her to go out with him. And he's like, I have references. <laughs> yeah. It's a great thing to yell. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes and actually checks the references. <laughs> great oh. shot putter. So funny. If he applies himself, <laughs> practices, <laughs> yeah. get another foot. Oh, yep. <laughs> Made a lamp. <laughs> Although I do love Barney's. He's all things to all men and maybe to one lucky woman. <laughs> wow. Will you go on a date with me? <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine has, has asked me to be like their reference for when they're going for a job because I used to oh, yeah. technically outrank him at a shop. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to change what I was going to say to he's all things to all men. <laughs> and maybe just add and maybe to one lucky woman. <laughs> Actually, yeah, just while we're there, Barney was pretty good in this episode as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you feel bad for him. He's just, you know, asking girls out left and right and just viciously shot down. Yeah. Good God, no. (laughs) Well put. (laughs) (laughs) Well put saved it from feeling too bad. He's like, you're right. But I like that he still, he decided, you know, fuck it. I'm still going to have fun with this thing. And he just streaks at the prom. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah, back to the heart as well. And that final driving scene. Oh my God, like, <laughs> what, what can you say about it? Mm. It's just beautifully put together. I think the only thing you can really say to properly articulate the moment is, <laughs> 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 
At least that's how I would put it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Scholars may disagree. Because, <laughs> I mean, this is just peak Simpsons writing here. They've built up this moment so perfectly that they didn't e- even kiss in that scene. Homer mm. just said, oh, when you stop this car, I'm going to hug you and kiss you and never let you go. And it's just... Blah. And then it fades out and it goes, and I never have. <laughs> so sweet. Yep. And if they hadn't earned that, it would re- feel really cheesy. But because they yeah. did... Yeah. yeah. And it's just such a beautiful way to end the episode. Like, that's it. No, like, crap about the TV. No diversion mm-hmm. to some other, like, yeah. whatever nonsense. A quick little tag of Bart doing the choking thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which was the good. Very was, 90s mm-hmm. thing that it was like, ah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, then Homer singing the Joker over the credits. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> a quick little side story. I don't know if I'll keep this in the episode. But, yeah, when I was in New York, uh, we saw Billy Joel, and which was an amazing concert in its, uh, itself. I was at that concert. <gasps> no Wait, shit. What? Madison Square Garden? Yeah. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah, me and my parents were sister. <laughs> What row? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I was on the floor, um, like row 20 or something. Oh, I was seating. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like low seating. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you it... think about his Christmas carol mashup? <laughs> I could have done without the Christmas carols, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was cute to see him live. But yeah. And Steve Miller came out and played the Joker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was so funny, the Billy Joel concert. Because, yeah. oh, this is on that episode of Simpsons. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't you remember when Homer sings this? And my sister, who was also quite a Simpsons fan, was like, <laughs> oh, what? What do you mean? That's yeah. pretty obscure. Yeah. Oh, and like when Billy Joel busted out Uptown Girl. I mm. never thought in my life I'd say that I'd see Billy Joel perform Uptown Girl live. And yeah, no, yeah, that was in a Simpsons episode. But yeah, it was just such a surprise at that concert. Just out of nowhere, he mm. goes, all right, bring up my friend Steve Miller. And I'm like, I know that name. And then all of a sudden, Wait, Joker does he Steve Miller? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they just play the Joker and it was rad. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. What are the odds? Very slim. Yeah. Mm. The heart with Marge's family as well, like when Homer does get rejected at the house, mm-hmm. it was interesting how they were sort of reinforcing how shit he was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think as well, I sort of kind of feel like their idea that Homer is, you know, beneath Marge. Yeah. I love at the end of the episode that she overhears him, like, you know, talking about Homer, like, will you stop it? She went out with the good one. Yeah. And, mm, and how wrong they were. Yeah. And she just sort of goes at that moment like, oh, I don't care what my family say. Because she does have like quite a close relationship with her sisters. And mm. it's just at that moment, she just kind of decides to ignore whatever they have to say and blow her heart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's even like heart interjected into bits where he, Homer asks Marge to the prom and she says yes. And he immediately goes, I was going to buy a new engine for my car, but now I'm going to spend it all on us. <laughs> Big my, limo, massive corsage. Yeah, my tux is going to have the biggest ruffles, the highest lapels, the, and massive platform That's shoes. So good. Which is funny because what he wears in the episode looks a hell of a lot like what my dad wore in his wedding day. Oh, so. you're kidding? <laughs> I've seen that photo. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I like as well uh, Homer talking to Abe at the beginning of the episode about Marge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like, is she attractive? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, son. <laughs> Go for the dented car, the dead end job, the less attractive girl. <laughs> Should have had this talk a long time ago. Yeah. Don't overreach. <laughs> Although I do, like, just before that, he's got the line of, go get yourself a beer. But, Dad, oh, yeah, I just collect the cans, Daddy. <laughs> I feel Stop like pretending. I love Abe in that episode just because mm. he's so, he is so young and vibrant and yeah. cranky. It's so funny. 
yeah, again, just the characters mm. being themselves, just a younger version. And yeah, I can totally see y- younger Abe just being this really shitty, drunky dad. Yeah, <laughs> eats KFC for dinner. Yep. And speaking of dads as well, like, and Marge's family, we get a glimpse of her dad that we have yeah, only seen rarely. like twice prominently. Mm. So it's like this in the Fear of Flying episode. Mm. And it's interesting because. In that final scene, he goes, "Ah, oh, when that homo guy walked in the house, it took years off my life. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, maybe that's what killed him. There was yeah. so much foreshadowing in this episode. Like, yeah. Homer, when he talks about, like, oh, I've just got the like a great metabolism or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then when with the hair as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he using, like, an electric hairbrush I in that moment? No, It looked like a hairbrush that was also a blow dryer. <laughs> I want one. Yeah. Oh, take minutes off my yeah. morning routine. Yeah. The blow brush. Get yours today. <laughs> What about some of the wacky moments of this episode? It's like I said, it's a very it's a very mature episode. There's not too much. Uh, Homer Moon's the debate club. Te- oh, <laughs> that's so good. Present your rebuttal with pleasure. <laughs> Hi, I'm Homer Simpson. I moon for rebuttal. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he I leaves lo- it with, yeah. oh, you may not remember me. <laughs> yeah. I love that he's just waiting in the bush the entire time, like mm. just pops out as soon as she pulls over like for a drink from the sprinkler. Yeah. He's so in love. How long was he there for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you may not know this, but on the other side, this is how you actually attract women. You have to oh. wait around in specific space. It's part of the courting process. Yeah, you have yeah. to pretend to be doing something else and freeze frame. <laughs> wait till she shows up and be like, oh, what? I was just walking a dog I don't own through here. <laughs> Accidentally bump into him with a bunch of papers. That's a good move, too. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. then they have to help pick up the papers. Mm. Then your hands meet, and then you play some music, and she's like, who's playing that music? You're like, <laughs> that's my friend. I set this up a little. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, whack. Let's Maybe, see. Maybe uh, McBain at the beginning of the episode. God, yes. that was so good, though. I fully miss those kind of McBain yeah, sequences. And then with the critics having an argument and be like... Yeah, the Siskel and Ebert uh, stand-ins. <laughs> I love it when the bald guy argues with the fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great, Ed. Oh, it's as creepy as your one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> your wife yep. didn't think it was so creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great. And, like, I haven't, like, seen much of Siskel and Ebert, but there is an arguing montage that you can get on YouTube, and... It's fantastic. <laughs> These pretentious assholes just digging into each other. Because the shitty ones are the ones where they agree. It's like, I also thought this was Trollop. Hmm, good. Yes, mm. let's agree. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah, I watched their review of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 90s movie, and mm. I was like, oh, fuck you. And they're like, it was just an hour and a half long Domino's pizza commercial. And I'm like, you didn't look deep enough into it, man. <laughs> this is a deep character study in the uh, tense conflict between Leonardo and Raphael. All you saw was mutants. You didn't see the teenagers underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, this was our first appearance of McBain as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And coincidentally, at the same time, a Christopher Walken movie called McBain came out. <laughs> and the producers of both Simpsons and that just decided, look, this is a massive coincidence. But they were just like, respectfully, let's just leave this out of court. Yeah. Settle this like men on the ping pong table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a very wacky episode all around, but yes or no, would you watch it again? Oh, yes. Every mm. time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm totally pulling over if this comes on. <laughs> um, maybe I'll put together a playlist. What playlist does this belong in? Flashbacks. Homer and Marge moments. Yeah, Homer mm. and Marge. How they was. Artie mm. Ziff. Mm. Yeah, do an Artie Ziff list. Maybe a uh, Bouvier family mm. moments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. Instances of Marge's dad and the greater uh, family. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ladies pinch. <laughs> or as <laughs> <use> rouge. rouge. <laughs> 
Is that true? I've never had to redden up my uh, cheeks. Oh, if you give them a good pinch, you can definitely <laughs> yeah. break a capillary or two. <laughs> like you have to really pinch. Yeah. <laughs> break some capillaries. Yeah. Yeah, that's good for playlists. The TV breaking. You could uh, yeah, do that with a, a them. outlet mall episode. But BT, what would you change about this episode? Ooh, I hadn't thought about this. Maybe, and this is a big, big maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay, put maybe a little bit of air between Marge reading a magazine on feminism and starting to speak on it. And there's a joke that I may maybe doesn't land with today, where she's like, um, don't you think women should be paid the same as men? Well, not if I have to do any heavy lifting or math. <laughs> Which, I'm like, I laughed at, but I was like, I don't know if that would quite land the same way today. Mm. Uh, maybe. I feel like it worked, yeah. just because then in the next episode, yeah. after she's read the article, she's like, completely transformed. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of what saves it, is mm. it? At the time, I was kind of like, okay, how, how did you ink writers feel about that back in the day? But yeah, it kind of gets safe in that moment. Although I do love, she burns the brides kind of, <laughs> like, yeah. what was with that, huh? Guess it must have been all the tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny little slide joke. Uh, and then the principal is like, detention, you know when and where. And like, no, Actually, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it comes straight off of when he says it to Homer yeah. and Barney. They're like, yeah, we rep- and they repeated exactly. AKA the Cheech and Chong of Springfield High. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is also the quick line during that speech, which is like, they got a housewife who is not even married to a house (laughs) (laughs) wait did i just hear that yeah oh that was some really funny stuff but maddie what would you change i don't think i'd change anything i just Mm. i really liked it maybe oh if anything i'd love to see more of mr bouvier just because he's such a we get so little of him yeah he's such an enigma of a character (laughs) Mm. who was this guy why Mm. did he die i'm actually was a flight attendant yeah and a pioneer I feel like he looks different, though, in the flight mm. attendant oh, episode, which is weird that they well, made I that change. Well, I think the shame took its toll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in this one, he's fatter and he's got orange hair, whereas the last one, yeah. Is that what happens to blue hair when it grays? <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the yellow skin mm. world, yeah, that's how the pigmentation works. <laughs> mm. Fascinating. Also, brown when you iron it. Yeah. But also, like, I noticed that Helen Lovejoy in the last episode, uh, she was... Was grey as yeah. well as a kid. I saw that too. I was like, oh. Maybe that's just a hair shade, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going to take your answer. I don't really want to change much about this episode. Mm. Uh, the only like problems aren't really problems. It's just Simpsons Season 2 stuff, you know? Mm. The animation is a bit crappy in some spots. and Lip syncs out on a lips, couple lines. Yeah. And... and the voice work isn't all the way there, but, man, you have so many good moments in this. There's, mm-hmm. like, moment to moment, I just couldn't change anything. Oh, musical moments. So this is another big question. Oh. So this. many good musical moments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, aforementioned the Joker and the Carpenters, Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear, which also um, my brother had this beautiful Gibson Les Paul guitar that got stolen and that was the last song he played on it. Oh. And he's like, I'm really sad I'll never get it back, but there was something kind of beautiful about that. Oh. <laughs> and then do the hustle for you know, oh, yeah. a brief little... <laughs> yep. There was, and yeah, before that, that do, 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 uh, do, why do, is there make-out music playing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps me study. Not me. Turn it off. Okay, okay. But yeah, before the hustle, there was that funky song, and I think it doesn't exist, and the lyrics were, don't be a baby lady, be a lady baby. It sounded a little Barry White. Maybe it's one of his B-sides. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it smelled like a fake song to me. But uh, yeah, it was good to hear Do the Hustle. And then when they're at the prom, we hear a couple of like little sort of quotes of songs but yellow brick road appears yeah mm. yeah uh but maddie do you have any other notes i think we covered it pretty good i mean i just once again i really love those r- big moments that he had with marge in the car about 
how can the only thing I've ever been sure about in my life be so wrong? Yeah. Oh. Once you stop this car, I'm going to hug you and kiss you and I'll never be able to let you go. Like every time those moments come on, they still like, mm. oh, they just right feel so good <laughs> on the inside. So cute, so beautiful. <laughs> mm. uh, that, that This was just love on top form in this mm. episode. But how about you, BT? Any other notes? Hang on. Or did you find uh, the uh, don't be a lady baby? Lady on. baby. Lady baby. Uh, let me have a look here. On a side note, I yeah. did have another note. I loved how uh, Patty and Selma were like, Marge's dates get homelier all the time. <laughs> Probably because she doesn't put out. That was so weird. Uh, that was, yeah, <laughs> was okay. <laughs> Patty and Selma, jeez. And right. in the last episode as well, they were pretty like overly sexual. I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, boys, all I want to do is kiss you till things got hot and heavy, then they leave. Uh, okay, well, I haven't listened to it, but it might be Lady Sweet Lady by Barry White, or it might just be something <laughs> they made up, because I've got both answers here. All right, well, I'll, I'll do my own research, and you'll hear me, like, cut in with one of my um, post-production edits. Here's that cut in now. Editing Bay, Ilya J, here to say that, no, it wasn't a real song, it was a stylistic parody of Barry White that they wrote for the show. Anyway, back to our show. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> and yeah, the other musical moment actually, um, when Homer is doing his prep for the debating, he is listening to Pick Up the Pieces by Average White Band. And you would have just heard it because it just sounds like generic instrumental funk music, but I know this song all too well because I had to study it for like half a term at music uni. And the bass line <laughs> is so fucking boring. <laughs> Bloom. Just root notes. No, it's, just, it's not particularly inventive, but it's just doom. Doom 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 doom. Well, the saxophones get to go to all the cool bits. Anyway, BT, any other notes? In the limo is just soda pop and cola in the bar because it's obviously for teens, and I like that. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's touch. a little detail. Good yep. clean fun. Exactly. Speaking of the limousine as well, this is also our first appearance mm. of Raphael, <gasps> who is. Hey, that guy voiced guy. Yeah, he didn't even have a name for 15 years. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, belly. Uh, which he has a great line of when her, he's like, well, it's one in the morning. Uh, you want me for another hour? You got to pay $45. dollars and like, oh, I'll just walk home. Yeah, why spoil a perfect evening? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, killed me. Absolutely. Uh, that was pretty funny, though, as well. Homer's determination to go to prom. And he's like, I paid for two dinners. <laughs> gets, yep, and he has them both. Yep. So would you be having the chicken or the steak? Uh, so do have an extra uh, bonus oh, yes. question that's hidden on the site. Uh, if you could have a sandwich named after you, what would said sandwich be? Oh. Or to put it more simply, best sandwich? Uh, I'll give you some time to think because I do actually want to change mine. It was originally because I couldn't think of anything else because the Reuben was taken. <laughs> it was going to be just a slice of pepperoni pizza between two halves of a sandwich. I'm going to change that to be my initials BTC, so I want bacon, tomato, and cheese with also some mushrooms in oh, there. Oh, that's a really <laughs> good answer. All like answer. melted together. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like a press sandwich? Yeah. Dig it, dig it. Yeah, and so mine was, I don't, do, have you seen Seinfeld much at all? Or? Yeah. There's an episode where George starts mixing food and sex and he's at a cafe <laughs> and he's eating this sandwich that is just stacked with pepperoni and salami. So, like, mine is like that with Kewpie mayonnaise, red onion and carrot. Mm. Mm. See, my problem that I'm having is I'm more of a burger lady. Yeah, a burger is a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, yeah we've had long debates over which what constitutes. Is a burger just a sandwich with thicker bread? Yeah, uh, I maintain sandwich is anything between bread and then subsections of that are burger, hot dog, whatever else. So yeah, yes, if so you want to have the grand unifying theory was a burger is a sandwich, but a sandwich is not a burger. Basically, mm -hmm. 
All right. Well, then in that case, my burger sandwich is going to be pulled pork. Nice. Mm. With mac and cheese. Oh, wow. With more cheese <laughs> and some pickles and a nice, oh, yeah, truffle aioli. Oh, Very getting good. real fancy at the end there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You, you definitely had me at pulled pork with mac and cheese on it. That's a mm. taste sensation. Truffle aioli is awesome as well because it like it weirdly helps you salivate or does me anyway, and it just <laughs> makes things taste so much better. Mm. It's got a lot of flavor in that, the truffle aioli, I feel. Yeah. Mm. We watched an episode the other week where Bart was a truffle pig. Yeah, yeah. I listened to that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> cool. It was an odd episode. All right, time for speedy note time. <laughs> yeah, Bart's uh, sarcasm and disinterest in the story was really funny in this episode and how they were talking about oh, how good it is to sit around and tell stories and Bart's like, I'm living it, I'm not loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might enter that into my lexicon again yep they mentioned elliot gould who is this guy anyway i shouldn't elliot, know him he's an actor oh is he You'll, is, he's one of those oh yeah i've seen him in things yeah i'll bring him up hang on because I, I don't know he's uh, one of the many famous elliots and they haven't let me into that club yet but <laughs> you're getting there buddy <laughs> i think i uh, yeah i have to learn some more famous elliots all i know is the kid from et <laughs> and the weirdo from just shoot me yeah you need you need to expand your uh, well, elliot stabler who's that SVU. Oh, really? Bum, bum. Oh, uh, that's Elliot Gould. Oh, that guy. He's in things, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, speaking of movies, the title of this episode and the previous episode uh, references the way we were. Yes, they were. Who were the two stars of that movie? Barbara Streisand. And? Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> the name's so big, they put it on the marquee twice. <laughs> uh, Streisand, Barbara. No, it was her and Robert Redford. And, ah, that's right. And it's a romance story of uh, two people who sort of keep meeting each other and don't quite uh, making it work until they do. And she's like a Marxist Jewish lady, and he's mm. a, a Protestant, and they... Um, yeah. Somehow they find a way. Yeah. When birds <laughs> suddenly appear. Yeah. I'm never going to watch that movie. No, me either. <laughs> Homer calls the debate teacher a dingpot. I just like that, how he thinks he's proving how good of a debater he is in that yep. moment. Mm. The enthusiasm, 10 points. <laughs> yeah, and when he is making his debate notes, hmm, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I liked um, in the room you could see his beer can collection. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just collect the cans. Good throwback to that. The whole French tutoring thing I thought was a good angle and... There's something just cute about the way Marge kept going, Bien! <laughs> yeah. As Homer was learning, he, he he learned to conjugate them verbs. Yeah, and he brings it back at the end when he puts her cor corsage on. Yeah? Poor Vu. Oh, is that what he says? I thought he said poor Boo. That's what I thought for a long time, but that was a stupid thing to say. And they're like, no, no, I'm pretty sure that's French for, like, for you. Oh, I'm wow. I'm pretty sure. Let me Google, Google Translate <laughs> on the Simpsons. <laughs> And yet, in that moment where she goes, oh my God, you're not the person I thought you are. You do not have a hint of pretension. I'm going to assume that was a compliment. Will you go to the prom with me? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, conversely, in that same moment, the the slap. My oh, yeah. God. You felt that down to your bones. They animated that amazingly. Yes, it's, it means for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. But he remembered French. That's the important part. Bien. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they never spoke French again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's pretty boring language. <laughs> yeah. It's romantic. Yeah, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. 
Bon Appetit night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <laughs> and yeah, when she does give that slap and, and she gives the I hate you, there is that awesome power shot of her as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, this is just some amazing camera and animation work in this early season. Yeah, when Homer's doing the whole, uh, you know, why God, why the TV? It's kind of sh- it's a you know shot from below where he's looking just distraught, and it's, yeah, <laughs> it's epic. Yeah, and when yeah. Marge walks into the room and it goes all pink, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it gets a little shimmer effect as she walks mm-hmm. by. Yep. They really played with the colors well. Like mm-hmm. in that hallway scene, everything is just washed in this depressing blue that's mm-hmm. like really dull and grey. And and when they're doing the spotlight dance, oh, man. So much good work in this episode. Oh, and this is the first appearance of Dondelinger as well. Dondelinger. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that a bong? Oh, you have asthma. Okay, then. <laughs> I feel like some of these lines were cut from syndication, because I swear I never... I, or I just never noticed them. I don't know. Yeah, I think the bong one might have been. Yeah, and a couple others that I can't remember, but... Yeah. And Artie, when he yeah gets announced as the king, doesn't even mention Marge. Nope. He just goes, Ah, oh, you've decided to elect me, your intellectual superior. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This the perfect conceited dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all my notes, guys. It's time to rank this thing. Oof. Maddie, kick it off. Oh, I think I have to give it a cubic. Yeah? Cubic zirconia. Why? Oh, I just think it's so beautiful. It's such a wonderful episode. Like, every time I watch it, it still, you know, recreates those feelings. And mm. I think that probably is a reflection of how strong this episode is because you know here we are what almost 30 years later and we're still getting the feels yeah that's right yeah i'm also going a cubic i honestly thought during the whole watch of this episode oh this is amazing but Mm. it's a gold but Mm. the moment that kicked me over the edge was homer when you stop this car i'm gonna argue like that moment like nearly brought me to tears it was so (laughs) beautiful yeah and Aside from that, it is an excellent Simpsons episode. It is a perfect flashback episode. Mm. It's how you do a flashback right. This is just a masterclass, BT. Uh, I'm going to say the moment for me where I kind of stepped. I was watching it and like, this is good, but are you cubic good? And for a long time I was like, mm, no, nah, I don't think so. And I think the moment for me was that scene on the stairs where mm. we have that kind of all hope is lost kind of moment where he just pours his feelings out. And he's like completely certain about this. And she's like, I'm just, I'm sorry. This is just not happening the way you think it is. And yeah, as we said, this is an episode that not only have we seen a bunch of times, we also know from the fact that it's a flashback, how it ends. And yet that still gets you right there because you have that moment of just hopelessness. And I think that drives it home. So that tells you how well structured the story is. And like I said before, it's uh, not a very quote heavy episode, but there are so many great jokes, but they're just much more heavy in context. Mm-hmm. It's harder to remove them from that context. So yeah, for me, this is absolutely a cubic episode. It uh, got over the line right about at that exact point. Awesome. Well, all around, uh, this will be a unanimous cubic zirconia. This will be joining, um, how many are we up to now? What's 14 plus the? This will be joining 27 other episodes that we have named Cubic Zirconia. Cubic Zirconia. One more and we got a season. (laughs) Oh, 27. That's well over a season. Yeah. 25 is like a maxi season. I don't know how big a season. So other episodes join Cubic Zirconia is also season two's Brush with Greatness, where mm-hmm. Marge paints uh, Mr. Burns's portrait, mm-hmm. but the general from season one, where he fights back against Nelson, Homer at the Bat, Flaming Moe's, Lisa the Beauty Queen, New Kid on the Block, which we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. in the episode with Laura Powers, Boy Scouts in the Hood, 2001 Greyhounds, Lemon and Try, Who Shot Mr. Burns 1 and 2, 
Bart Sells His Soul, 22 short films. Yeah, this totally belongs up in that category of perfect episodes mm. that are essential to The Simpsons experience. Mm. I think that's the other thing. This is so essential. Like, yeah. you want to experience The Simpsons? You watch this. It's such a cornerstone of Homer and Marge's relationship. It's so, so good. Yep. And not a corny stone either, which oh. it could be being a romantic episode. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> no, I was going to forgive you that one. That was, that was good. Oh, thank you. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that about does it for episode 76 of The Simpsons Index. Uh, thank you for coming along tonight, Maddie. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, it was a pleasure. And yeah, we hope you'll join us again soon. And thank you for coming along, BT, making the long trip. Down the stairs, yes. <laughs> thanks for having me, buddy. <laughs> All right, and go to Twitter, check us out at Simpsons Index, also facebook.com slash The Simpsons Index. I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. Thank you for checking out The Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... Banana Bender's banging, uh, bending bent bananas. Fuck, that's hard. <laughs> Is that a new one? Yeah. Ban- a-, a band of banana benders bending bent bandanas. A band of banana benders bending bent bandanas? <laughs> yep. yeah. Uh, that's an amazing coincidence because on yeah. the Joel McHale show, they had um, Eric Banner on. All right. As a guest, <laughs> and he was, and they were doing like a parody of like TVC, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Home Shopping Network, and he was like, now presenting Eric Banner's Banana Bandana Cabana. <laughs> that is weirdly specific. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, fucking notebook, Elliot. It's on. You put it out. It's in front of the TV outside on like a footstool. Yeah, I have, I made a note of it as it seemed odd at the time. Hmm. <laughs> As we may have just learned, my obsession with notebooks extends to knowing where everyone's is mm. at all times. <laughs> I didn't know that, but uh, so yeah, very specific detective. Mm. Does that include notebook laptops? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. Just, just the paper well, variety. Okay. Yeah, no, not <laughs> helpful to most people. No, that's the powers of your young upstart uh, partner that you didn't want to be partnered with because, damn it, I get results alone. (laughs) But you need to keep up with the technology, Sergeant. Yeah, so so it'll be notebook and notebook, but two words and one word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, coming soon to Fox. (laughs) (laughs) Two notebooks. (laughs) One case. It's just called two notebooks. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little weird to have a guest voice... And there goes my voice. <coughs> um, a parody of a pre-Miley uh, Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, you know, uh, a parody of Hannah Montana, to be concise about it. <laughs> I should really call these uh, Elliot's Concise Notes. <laughs> it really shows how just slightly dated this episode is, along with everybody having flip phones. Like, yeah, and the clacking sounds of them touching, like, no, 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 no silent buttons. Yeah. It's it's just a cute little snapshot of a time when we had widescreen TVs, but we still had we didn't have HDMI cables, just those little red, yellow, and white plugs. Yep, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Kids these days <laughs> with their one plugs, <laughs> they'll never know. Try to figure out plugs when you couldn't see behind the television because they were being you had to kind of like arc around, going, "Is that red? I can't. It feels red." <laughs> Why when did I, I nail this to the fucking wall? I just, mm, did not think ahead. <laughs> uh. No, that was it for your notes?
Are we, are we on notes or what I would change? Oh, shit. Are we on ch- change? Sorry. Forgot where we were. What else would you change? I do have further notes. <laughs> but I was going to save them for... <laughs> BT, do you have any further notes? <laughs> I feel like they're like, okay, we definitely want to be the longest running animation show. Yeah, but they hit that at like season know, six. Yeah, but like they don't want anyone to ever beat that record, right? I so think they're pretty... You got to you know, real like get in there and green it. Yeah. I mean, the big question is now that Disney own it, what are they going to do? That's right, the Simpsons Index, currently not owned by Disney. <laughs> I did not we're, know. Disney but we're open owned? to a negotiation. When did that happen? Well, they bought Fox, what was it, end of last year? Yeah, yeah, uh, we are recording a review special, so like early December. Mm-hmm. Buying everything up at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, interesting. It's actually surprising they don't own us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they own New Zealand and Tasmania now. <laughs> yeah, well, no one's going to miss them. <laughs> Like, I th- actually thought I just 100% uh, had nothing to like about Tom Cruise and then fucking um, Tropic Thunder. I was about to oh, say, you yeah. think of Tropic Thunder. I'm like, oh my God. That's <laughs> the thing with Tom Cruise is you kind of really, really hate him and then he, he acts and you're like, oh, yeah. you're actually quite likable. You, you've got yeah. to see him in the right thing. And, uh, like uh, Edge of Tomorrow is quite good as well. Mm. And I'm actually curious to watch the newer Mission Impossible movies, which I've been told are just like re- uh, much better than the first couple. Yep. I hope you're not recording this part because uh, Tom Cruise would definitely come after you and try to see you. (laughs) That's when we run to the safe arms of Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Where Scientology can't touch us. Yeah, uh, Disney and Tom Cruise, uh, they aren't owned by each other. (laughs) Maybe Disney will one day buy the Church of Scientology. (laughs) And reboot it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Church of the Mouse, yeah. (laughs) All right.